0: Welcome to Launching Light, the podcast for lightworkers and spiritual entrepreneurs to get tips and inspiration to launch their light in the world via their sacred business. I'm your host, Coach Bianca from FuelYourMagic.com. Are you seeking ways to raise your vibes, rise in your business? If so, keep on listening. Welcome to episode 12 of Launching Light, where I have a magical conversation with award-winning author Callista. She's a pioneer of spiritual ascension and a magical leader who truly walks her talk. Through creating the therapy modalities Angel Healing, Unicorn Healing, and Atlantean Crystal Healing, callista has attuned thousands of souls worldwide to the angelic, elemental, and crystalline kingdoms and believes by healing and empowering our lives, we help all of creation to thrive. Her exciting new book, The Female Archangels, Evolutionary Teachings to Heal and Empower Your Life, is the first book to solely profile who the female angels are and went straight to number one the day of its release. During our conversation, just a few topics we touch on are the masculine and feminine aspects of the angels, how angels and unicorns can help us both personally and professionally, and self-care tips that can easily connect us to joy and happiness. This conversation truly unlocks something within me for the better. I haven't been the same since. I can only imagine what reading her books will bring. I hope you feel a profound shift just as I did by listening in. Hi, Callista. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you?
1: I am really well, Bianca. Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: I'm so excited that you're here today. So, so excited. Can you describe a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do?
1: Yeah, I am. uh, It depends on the day that you ask me. Some days I'm a mother, (laughs) but um, in terms of a professional capacity, I am a spiritual author and teacher and the founder of the Angel Healing Hands-On System.
0: Okay, so you have several facets to your business. You mentioned that you're an author. Can you um, describe a little bit about the books that you've written?
1: Yeah, the first book I wrote was called Unicorn Rising, and that came out with Hay House on, I think it was around about 2018. And it's a fantastic guide for spiritual development through connecting with the unicorn realms. Very magical book. And The second book I just released in March this year and it's called The Female Archangels Evolutionary Teachings to Heal and Empower Your Life and it's the first ever book to solely profile who the female angels are, why they're here and how we can connect with them. So that's really been a a good support for people as we navigate through the lockdown and the pandemic and everything that's been going on this year
0: right? So your most recent book is how I came across you. Um, I saw someone had um, said that they wanted to read and I said, Oh, that's interesting. Female archangels. I never heard that before. And right away, I looked you up and I was like, Oh, I'm going to start following you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad. It's so lovely to connect with you. You're such a bright light. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So
0: How was it that you became an author? Was it that you were working um, in a spiritual capacity, in a healing capacity, and then you came to author books, or did you author books
1: first? You know, my my path is actually in cancer research. I was a cancer research scientist for, for many years, so my life was very different then compared to how it is now. But when I left science, I started to create uh, a range of organic skincare filled with Reiki energy, angel energy, elemental frequencies. They really were beautiful products to attune to the angels and the nature beings rather than actually using them as soaps and shampoos. (laughs) And so the the business grew and I started to learn different healing modalities and the angels came to me round about 2006 and they shared that in my future I'm destined to be a spiritual teacher and together we'll create what is known as angel healing which is now being taught around the world for the last 11 years and wow part of that story yeah part of that journey with the angels was to write different courses as well as that healing system and they said to me you will write a book and i didn't really know what shape and form that would that would take but from 111111 11, 11, when the world shifted from the piscean age into the aquarian age mm-hmm. the female angelics the female angels who i call the archaea began to come through more and more and they said to me that we will write a book together. But first I needed to become a mother. Mm. And So I've now got three beautiful babies. Mm. And uh, that's definitely the last children. I'm not going to have any more children. And so so I was in a, a a stage last year, 2019, to begin the book. So yeah, now now it's out. But the angels have me starting other books now. So I, I think I've now opened a gateway. <laughs>
0: so you you mentioned angels coming to you and and telling you about your path, but were you always connected to angelic energy, or is this something that happened after you left um your your science profession? so i
1: had, yeah, I had my first angel experience when I was six years old, and at that time, I was staying at my grand's house. My mom was a single parent, and so she was working a lot. We stayed over at my grand's, myself and my sister. But my grand's house had a lot of spirit activity. Essentially, there was one main spirit, a man that would often appear in my room and, and just scare me. I was so scared. What I was seeing, I was only young. And I remember one night asking for something, some, just some, I didn't really have a, conceptual idea about what angels are who angels are but I asked for an energy to protect me and my dog Scruffy who was on my bed at the time and I remember this beautiful light huge huge brilliant light like the light of the sun just wrapping around both of us and it was such a comforting experience that the fears I had in one moment from the apparition of this man to the next feeling such bliss and such peace i just went to sleep and so as i grew up even though my focus turned more to academia and cancer research that inner that connection was still there i didn't strengthen it, it but i had created a foundation when i was young so when i left science and started to learn different modalities like reiki and crystal healing It was almost like I just had to rekindle that connection Mm -hmm. and began to meditate a lot with the angels and came to realize that that beautiful energy that that the angel that came forward when I was six years old actually is my guardian angel Mm -hmm. which is a really yeah and every time she comes forward her name is Seraphine she it's the same feeling it's that same comfort and bliss Hmm.
0: so y- you work with angelic energy but you also work with unicorn energy how did the unicorns come to
1: you the unicorns came around near enough the same times as the angels came in uh, because I was creating a unicorn soap at the time and what it had a vision of Creating a soap that, yes, looked like a unicorn, but also I wanted it to smell like a unicorn, which I know sounds like a bit bit of a strange one. (laughs) And uh, I remember sitting in meditation, and I asked if I have a unicorn guide, like I have an angel guide, may now come forward and appear to me. And no sooner had I sent out that reply that two beautiful unicorns came forward, and huge, big male on my right hand side, female on my left. And they touched horns. It sounds very mystical, but honestly, it was the most real experience. Like me talking to you now, it was so real and vivid. They they touched horns above my head and created this beautiful, luminous light that turned into like a rainbow light showered within and around me. And I didn't realize at the time, but what they were doing was gifting me an attunement. Okay. And that's really what... I guess my name is synonymous with is, is achievements. Um, everybody has a different talent and gift. I all, I believe that. I believe we have soul gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. And the one that I'm here to share is is achievements. Is a is a way to connect a person to different streams of consciousness, different vibrations through what is known as an achievement and energetic transmission. Right. So this is what the this is what the unicorns were doing, helping me to become so blended with them that I could easily hear them and sense them and together work work with them, partner with them. So that's what happened. And my main unicorn guide told me the oils to use that would mimic the sense and the smell of a unicorn. But uh, he also shared with me that unicorn healing, the registered hands-on modality, just like angel healing, but working with the unicorns, He said, "Callista, get set because we're going to be creating this together. And I thought I was making this up. I thought this was part of fantasy in my head or part of my ego. But now, living years on, both angel healing and unicorn healing is taught around the world. We have over a thousand practitioners in both systems. And it's growing because more people are becoming aware of the angelic kingdoms, the unicorn realms. Mm-hmm. And their part to play, which is magical to see.
0: Yes, it's definitely becoming more mainstream. And a lot of people are are sensing that it's, it's real. It's not something to laugh at or think that you're crazy. So you're right about that. Um, you, you mentioned that they said that you were going to work together to create these modalities and to spread them you know, far and wide. Um, how is it that you work with them? Is it something that you consciously have to take the first step? Or do they ever come to you um and like knock on knock on your door and or <laughs> tap your shoulder and say, hey, I have a message for you. Like how does how does that work? Is it 50 50 or yeah. have to step forward? Or how how does that work?
1: Initially they came forward to me and I'm a big believer in spiritual etiquette. Rather than, and what I mean by that is, so many people sit in meditation and they call on all these beings and these energies, ascended masters, but they've never actually received an attunement. So, that's a, a very respectful way, as I said before, to blend your consciousness to theirs. They've never received that. And so, what they're doing is they're just calling in anything to them. And mm. the thing is, in the spiritual world, just like the human world, people can wear masks. And sometimes when we think we're connecting with an angel, for example, and we invoke the angel, you know, so many people say, Archangel Michael, come to me. And sometimes it's not Archangel Michael that comes to them, but that's, Mm. it's almost like we have to go through these lessons, these spiritual lessons to understand spiritual etiquette in that way. And so, yeah, the, the angels and unicorns came to me, but how we interact now is, for example, when I'm running uh, a course like one of the Unicorn Healing courses that I do twice a year, the 12-week course, I'll sit in meditation, and because I've already established that achievement, that that foundation of connection, I ask them to come in, for example, and share a transmission or a message or whatever is best for that particular student or that group of students. It, it definitely is a two-way dialogue. I believe it has to be.
0: That's a little bit scary thinking about, you know, what you mentioned about, you know, when you invoke, you know, angelic spirits and, you know, uh, you don't know who you're really dealing with. So bringing that up is, you know, important because you're right, as humans, we can be fooled quite easily actually especially if there's something that we want so badly as a result to come from what we're we're invoking them for (laughs) so it's very good that you mentioned that
1: and I think a lot of spiritual books and teachers up up until now because we're now in we're now in the age of uh, awareness and understanding it's like we can understand this more than what we did say 20 years ago 30 years ago back then we didn't really understand it we just thought okay we can all we have to do is just open our ourselves up open our third eye open our intuition up but really all that's doing is just lighting you up like a Christmas tree and everything in spirit will just come forward mm-hmm. uh, not everything in spirit carries discernment just like not everything in our human world carries discernment you know there's there's good bad good bad and ugly out there I mean I only work with angels of the light Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as i'm sure that you do as well and and your listeners and if you set that intention and you come from a place of heart and integrity you will be met by beings and spirit Mm -hmm. uh, in the same way but there's some people who are just naive and and this is part of my practice a lot of people come to me for one-to-one sessions and they'll say I've had a a psychic attack of this or this has happened or and often it boils down to a psychic trespass like they've trespassed where they shouldn't or and if we become more aware of this then we can navigate the spiritual realms with greater ease greater understanding greater respect the unicorns and angels I know we're kind of going a little bit off topic here but they they really do help us with things Mm -hmm. like this and this conversation that we're having I feel like many more will many more teachers will be having this conversation Um, oh definitely it'll spark conversation for sure
0: yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. okay so I had a question and it just escaped me I'm sure it'll come back to me um oh yes so do the angels and the unicorns do they help you um in your personal life as well in terms of um your own personal energy do they help you with your energy management or is it something that they just strictly work with you like for your mission because to me i I feel like you have a mission on earth and you know are they just honing you for that or is it something (laughs) or or the are they combined? Or are those two things combined anyway? So of course they help you with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, they have to be combined, and they are. I mean, unicorns take the form of a horse, but yet they have this illumined alicorn that comes out of their third eye. So they represent, in that way, humanity because we can relate to horses. They're of our physical world, but also they have this horn of light that connects to Source God. And so they're they're being this beautiful reflection of human and spirit, just as angels. Angels come forward in the form of of man, of male, female, but yet they have the wings. So they're reflecting both the divinity and the humanity. And the reason they do that is because they are here to support us, to recognise all that we are, but to do so from a place of, Real integrity to live our best life through being a reflection of God, through being a reflection of our light. Because um, you know, spirituality is not just about connecting with angels and meditating or receiving healing or creating vision boards. Yeah. As we go forward, it's it is it's a way of being. It's a it's a way of being to to literally love thy neighbor and be kind and not carry judgment or not cast shade or stones to other people and so yeah absolutely the angels and the unicorns help me (laughs) to become a better person every day and if you read the books if you read the books I've, I've written weave throughout our stories from my own personal life because I really believe in being real and relatable and grounding the teachings of the unicorns and angels Because for so long they have just remained uh, either, it feels, above us or outside of us. Mm -hmm. But everything, you know, all the angels and the unicorns are saying, hello, you are divine beings. You are masters here upon earth. All you have to do is just remember. And then you can bring your divinity to your relationships, to your connection with money, to your home so that it becomes this sacred sanctuary rather than just like a place that you eat and sleep, and so everything is about a sacred movement, a sacred dance, a sacred conversation, so that your humanity, your spiritual m- mission blend and become as one.
0: Yes, it's about uh, integrating, right? Integrating it and grounding it yeah. into your humanity, right? That's that's beautiful. So, how do um if you don't mind sharing, how do they, um, do you have any examples of how they helped you along personally?
1: Oh, <laughs> in what area, Bianca? and <laughs> any that you would like to share. Yeah, they have helped me so much. Recently, I can tell you something recent that's been okay, happening. Cool. And, and I think a lot of people will, will relate to this. So when we so just to, to paint a picture. So I'm a single mom. I have a four-year-old, five-year-old and a 14-month-year-old daughter. Whoa. Yeah, a <laughs> lot's going on. I uh, write books, have students, work, have to keep the house and everything like that. So there's a lot going on always. And there's a big part of me that would love a partner mm-hmm. to, to help, but also just to share the journey of life with. And I find myself, Wanting to go back to old relationships that I know, Uh-oh. Were, yeah, like we're toxic, and you know, brought me down, brought them down, brought the kids down, brought the whole energy of the house down. But yet, there's a part of me, and it's the human side, isn't it? That just that that wants our, any relationship, right? Rather than the highest and best relationship. And so, the angels recently have been helping me to raise my self-esteem raise my self-worth to not settle for an old relationship just because it might you know i might be able to rekindle something old so it's present right now but rather raise my self-esteem so i met with the qualities that i want in another person so they're helping me to be able to grow those qualities which is of course high self-esteem to mm-hmm. not go back, to not go backwards, but to go forwards. And a lot of my past relationships have had, they've been narcissistic mm-hmm. and empaths like you and I, mm-hmm. I believe um, we attract, we attract, um, or it's easy to attract, I should say. Right. Narcissists we're kind of like catnip and vice versa. And so, Yeah, that's kind of been my story. So what I'm trying to say is the angels are helping me to just be very aware of that story, to alight from it, to not go backwards, to go forward through raising my self-esteem, raising my value, understanding that the highest and best love will come in, but only when I have grown the qualities that I want to see in them within myself.
0: So how exactly do they connect with you? Is it like um, conversational, like how we're having now, where you just speak with them like they're friends? Or do you get um, like signs and signals that a lot of people say, oh, if you see, you know, numbers, certain number sequences or synchronicities in your life, or is it a combination or is it something different?
1: Yeah, it's a combination. It is a combination because sometimes, for example, um, being a single mom <laughs> with three kids, sometimes it can get so stressful that I'm not aligned in my heart, so I'm not aligned in my awareness and my intuition. And at the, those moments, that's when I tend to get physical signs like penny coins or feathers or my son will be out on a walk and he'll hand me a feather and I know that's the angels working through him. But then other times when I am... Um, sitting in meditation or you know feel more my divine self because it's a dance isn't it
0: yeah, <laughs> let's
1: yeah, face it. it is a dance then it is a conversation yeah exactly just like you and i and some people say to me well how can you discern how mm. can you discern when it's an angel speaking to you that, that
0: was going to be my next question <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go and my best advice is after you have shared a question or maybe you've just said you know oh look guys I've just had a really bad day what can help me right now so you're putting out something to your angels then it'll be the first response or sense or vision or reply that comes to you that is the angel speaking to you the second the third will be the eagle just you know refuting what you've received initially so just ignore that always go with what is coming first and if that's if that's challenging to even discern that because sometimes it is for people then trust your gut instinct over your intuition because your intuition when we use our crown and our third eye and our inner ears for clear audience that can be easily influenced but our gut instinct that that mostly comes from our solar plexus can it's very very hard to trick our gut instinct because we're, we're rooted, we're such emotional beings aren't we mm. um, so go into your awareness go into your solar plexus connect with that part of you first, then ask your guardian angels or whatever archangel or archaea that you want to connect with invite them to step forward feel that they're there and then ask your question mm-hmm. and trust that first response that comes through it really does help
0: yeah the second voice that says
1: oh this can't be true is this really what i heard is this really <laughs> what i felt that's that's usually not
0: the one to listen to the, yeah the do not condition.
1: that'll be the ego that's the conditioned self so, yeah right right
0: and i think you mentioned a good point about you know feeling into your solar plexus i think everybody um feels into their intuition and whether or not something is true they have different um different feelings maybe like you might get goosebumps or something or you might feel like a chill you know Mm -hmm. I think everybody has their own their own signals and it's like if you can learn to connect with yourself and figure out what that signal is that signals truth to you then just rely on that that will tell you if you're in the right place right
1: yeah, absolutely. And we have so many different clear senses, so many different intuitive senses. I think there's like 18. Um, a lot of the times people say it's just clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, cognizance, but there are so many more. Wow, I think this,
0: this is the first time I've heard that.
1: Yeah, there's loads. There's absolutely loads. I talked about six of the main types in my first book, Unicorn Rising, mm-hmm. with um, specific techniques for honing and refining each for example a lot of times people want to be clairvoyant they want to see spirit see energy but at the base of that if somebody is carrying a fear of what they will see when they open up this sense or they have a fear of the darkness fear of the unknown sometimes it manifests as a fear of putting your head underwater if if they're carrying that in their consciousness then try all the techniques they will, they will never be able to really sharpen their clairvoyance so what the unicorns and especially the female angels do is helping us to get to the root of what are these fears, what do they actually mean and how can I move through them how can I use the fear rather than setting myself apart from it, how can I actually befriend it and use it Mm. That's interesting.
0: I was of a mind that it's like, okay, if you have a certain strength, like play up to your strengths, why is it that you want to do something that have a skill or a gift that really isn't yours? Do you, are, you're of a mind that you can develop all of them and that it's even good that you go there because it'll help you heal?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely off that elk. We can, we can I, I really truly believe, and this is what's sort of, where i am in my own personal development right now is we underestimate who we are and we sometimes we overestimate our guides but we underestimate ourselves like we have the potential to be just as clairvoyant clairaudient um to have that heightened sense of awareness, that 360 vision, like our guides do, like our angels do, we have that within us. We just have to remember. I mean, a lot of us are angels in physical form. Mm. We've just forgotten. Um, and in this age, because we're here consciously, we consciously decided to come here at this particular point of ascension. We've all been ascended masters before, or priests and priestesses. Like we, we have that. We just need to remember and through that remembrance we can understand that yeah, why not? Why not just settle on clairvoyance? Why not have the whole buffet? Right. <laughs> we 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 can develop it. It's just like, you know, why just go to the why go to the gym and just develop your biceps? Why not develop your whole body? You have right. the potential.
0: It's, I guess it's the same as your, your physical senses, right? I mean, why only be able to just hear as opposed to just you know, you can hear and see most people. So <laughs> exactly yeah yeah. same thing i guess yeah i never thought of it that way um yeah so you had mentioned um how the angels helped you with your self-esteem and they continue to help you with your self-esteem and your personal life have they ever um given you suggestions for um normal self-care practices and and if so what were their suggestions and also what do you do personally for your own self-care
1: for self-care, yes. There is many angels, actually, in the, fem- the female archangels, that book, we have whole chapters developed to self-love and self-care because it's so important. And, um, in fact, shall I, shall I read some of the, their tips? Oh, sure, please. Let me find the page. And when I was writing this book, <laughs> I was like, wow, I was just becoming a total student of what was coming through. Okay, self care manifesto, it's called from chapter six of the book, with an angel called Archaea Charity, who is the other half of Archangel Shamuel. Have you heard of Shamuel? Yes. Angel of Love, yeah. So she brings forward 23 different ways to raise your self care. And some of them you would not think <laughs> are, um, you know, practical. Let's see. This is this is a great one, which I think we could all benefit from. So one of them, number seven, is untech. tech So schedule one day or more per month where you ignore all technology from the internet to TV, your phone and computer. Devote the whole day to connecting to people face-to-face rather than through a screen. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Isn't it? That is not thats a hard one, but it's so good. And then this is another one I love number 11 enjoy pleasure so one day a month set hourly alarms on your phone to signal to stop what you're doing and in that moment to enjoy a pleasure moment whatever turns your senses on be it physical emotional mental spiritual or auditory bring your full being into that moment and then she says let your whole day be your one rolling orgasm <laughs> wow <laughs> Honestly, you should try this, Bianca. It's so fun. So, for example, whatever, whatever you you want to do, whether it's like go and get an ice cream or give yourself a foot rub or I don't know, whatever is enjoyable in that moment to stop um every hour and just enjoy. It is. It's so free, and it's like being a child again because we've really forgotten how to be yes. a child. Do you not know think?
0: Yeah, it's like we we've. we've forgotten that we came here to actually enjoy life
1: (laughs) we didn't come here miserable (laughs) exactly and then her last one I love it's so simple but it's profound is reclaim the courage to lead your life the way that you want it you know how to express yourself the way that you want because that is the greatest act of self-love and self-care it's so true it's beautiful
0: wow your, your books are so multifaceted in terms of like the um the subjects that come up you know that's yeah you know when I was writing this
1: book there's a chapter on um oh bless her there's a chapter all about sexual freedom and sensuality and taking us through different different ceremonies, different rituals to love our body mm-hmm. especially as women and do you have children Bianca? No I don't that have okay so for all the the women who have children i'm sure that your stomach does not look how it once did before having children and you know i look at mine and it's covered in stripes and mm-hmm. and you know it's but i look at those stripes and i think well that's my stripes for a job well done for carrying these three beautiful babies and feeding them and loving them supporting them and so In this this ceremony, she helps us to love our body. And who I'm talking about is Archaea Mercy, the twin of Archangel Azrael, the angel of rebirth and transition. And she really helps us to get into our body, to love our body and touch every part of our body as if God was touching our skin. So that level of devotion. And it's just, it's, it's heaven. It really is. I didn't think I would go to, places like that in an angel book. I mean, there's also chapters on raising the vibration of your finances and your relationships and changing your mindset. There's an angel for pretty much every area of life. It's a really diverse book. Wow, I will definitely be getting
0: both of your books and reading them as soon as I can. Like I said, I just recently came across you, so I didn't have time to do that before we spoke, but I I definitely will. Um, that really touched me about, um, you know, touching your body and and as if God were touching you. That that really went straight to my heart. That was beautiful. Oh, you'll love the big. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, so I, I, I don't really, since I didn't read the book, I, I don't understand um the angelic energy, um the masculine and feminine and what the difference is. You say the female archangels. Is it that when an angel comes to you, you both of them are there together, like they're unified, or do are they separate, or it can be separate and together, depending on the situation, because a lot of people mention that that angels are very like um they're not masculine or feminine, they're both, mm-hmm. so I don't know if like the masculine and the feminine are present at the same time and you're you're honing into one or the other, or they come to you separately sometimes,
1: mm-hmm initially they came to me separately and at that time i didn't realize that there is two sides of an angel well there's actually three sides there is the unified angel which is if we were to go up into heaven for example angels would be completely unified and they wouldn't have a form um but because they they choose to to take a form and for so long that form has been depicted as masculine because god was seen as masculine mm-hmm. son of son of god was seen as masculine and because we're in that patriarchy and that and that was fine but all the while within an angel if you think if, if you think about a coin a coin is unified but it also has two different sides right has let's say a masculine side and a feminine side for so long humanity has just been interacting with the more masculine side because that was the energy that we needed but all the while the feminine and when i talk about feminine because angels are androgynous there is no sex or gender it's more uh an emanation of their frequency okay that is a match to to our frequency Mm -hmm. so because we are here as male female and body in a different universe angels will relate to those beings in a different way so it's going to be relatable to them but for here on planet earth we are male and female in body and we're actually going through a time where a lot of people don't even identify with gender anymore and this is and they will meet angels i would imagine as unified it won't be male or female it'll just be the unified being as their true essence um, but because we're in the na- we 're in the age of the divine feminine, the feminine within us, no matter if we 're male or female in body, mm-hmm. has been suppressed and denied and uh, oppressed in a lot of different ways. the female angels the archaea who have always been there for example if you've invoked Archangel Michael Archaea Faith the other side of Michael has always been there but there is something altogether magical by just invoking for example Archaea Faith because she works differently to Michael Mm. what I mean by that is Michael and Faith represent the angel of leadership and protection the angel that's closest to God but when a lot of people have connected with Michael before, it's because they wanted immediate protection. They felt scared or they want some sort of spiritual protection before doing healing, for example. Mm-hmm. Whereas Archaea Faith comes in and she says, hold on, why are you in fear? Do you not know you're a God incarnate? Do you, not, do you not know you're a reflection of God in being? All you need to do is come into your heart, open your heart, when you're in that state of being, your light becomes your protection. And so she, she helps us to understand concepts and ways of being in a different way. And each of the archaea do.
0: That's beautiful. I must admit I, I, I do the same thing, you know, when I'm scared, that's when I think to call on Archangel Michael. You know, it's like <laughs> you know, and then I have heard, you know, in my mind, like it's gonna it's going to be okay, like you're fine, you know, remember who you are. That's something that I've yeah. heard a lot in meditation. Remember who you are. That's something that, you know, like haven't you forgotten. You've forgotten your power, you've forgotten where you came from, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I heard a lot in, in the beginning of my, you know, my own awakening and into spirituality um yeah so i would love to read your book to see the other side of what i've been missing all along
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it sounds it sounds as if you're already having this experience you're gaining you're gaining the protection you're feeling that beautiful cloak around you but then you're also getting the energy of faith coming in and going actually bianca remember who you are Mm -hmm. you have the wherewithal to surmount anything and you know, naturally the female archangels have been coming in. A lot of card decks now have female angels on the cover or within the the decks. There's a lot of goddess books and mm-hmm. you know, divine feminine, the movement of the feminine is really strong right now, anyway. So all these all the archaea are doing is speaking to where we are in our journey in our humanity the journey of our humanity that's all they're doing they're relating to us but as i said if we were in a completely different universe angels we would perceive angels completely different
0: right right so they're bringing the balance that's needed right now
1: that's, that's it they're bringing to attempt. <laughs> yes yeah they're bringing the balance the, yes because the feminine has been suppressed for so long within and around us and so they're helping to bring that in balance with the masculine but not the the busy busy always wanting to be active masculine energy but the sacred masculine that's nurturing that's innately protective so that we can live in balance within us we can live in balance with the earth because this is really what it's all about Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so how, how do you bring balance to your own life, um, considering you have mentioned three children and, you know, you're so busy, how is it that you find that balance with yourself? What are some like tips that you have that you do personally that can be helpful to our listeners?
1: Yeah, so at the start of the day, once all the kids are away to school or nursery, I have, um, I'm looking at it now, I've got like a selection of different coloured pens, and my my diary. And what I'll do is I'll write, I pick, I pick the colour of the pen, like the colour. What is my mood that particular day? And uh, and normally it's a match to what angels around as well, because of course the angels come in in different colours. And then I'll write my name, and then I'll write another heading that says home. I'll write another heading that says work. And another herding that says flow, flow being uh, like financial flow. Mm. And so under Callista, I'll write three things that I want to give to myself that day, like a long bath or a foot rub or make a nutritious smoothie for myself, like a workout, something that's just holy for me. Because um, I know a lot of parents who are listening. It, it's very easy just to become. Yes. You know, just be a mother, be a father, or involve yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, therefore, like I'll pick a color that's for me that day. Today it was purple because I felt like that's the energy that I needed. And then under work, I'll write uh, maybe three. Sometimes it's normally like 10 <laughs> things I've got to do. Um, today, of course, was doing this episode together. And then I'll do home. Like, what do I need to do in the home? Do I need to water the plants? Do I need to um, cook for the family do I need to tidy up like what what do I need to do in my in my base camp and my home so everything feels really good and then flow I'll write down how much money I want to come in uh, new clients anything to do with my book like something that's to do with inward and outward flow of money mm-hmm. and that really helps me to stay <laughs> in balance and to stay. Uh, I guess, seen in this busy world.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I, I'm going to try that myself. I really, really like that. I think that could be yeah. extremely helpful for me too to organize um, and making sure that I um, get everything in, in a balanced way um, so that nothing is neglected because we have a tendency to do that. Like you said, you know, we can all be all, Work in you know for a couple of months, and then it's like, oh wow, I haven't taken care of myself physically. Yet. You yes. know, I got to focus on that, and it's like a back and forth struggle. Whereas it really doesn't take much to just write on a piece of paper four columns, I and know. just make sure you attend to a little bit every day.
1: <laughs> and make it fun, you know, like draw little symbols and hearts, whatever, whatever feels good. Right, right. And then, you know, tick it off makes you feel good. And if there's carry over to the next day, then that's fine. It's it's a really good way of balancing being and doing, our humanity and our divinity. It it really does because it is all about balance. And as you said, a lot of the times we can neglect ourselves and and lead lead ourselves into burnout. Yeah, definitely. Not, definitely. Yeah.
0: Which isn't good. Yeah, especially since, you know, we want to help people so much. Like, it's it's in our heart to be helpful to people. And, you know, as spiritual entrepreneurs, that's their whole life. You know, they're dedicated. That's their mission. And you can get such tunnel vision and, and get stuck there and, and not take care of yourself. That's part of the reason why I wanted to do um, this podcast is not only to give people the encouragement to start what they came here to do, but to also do it in a way that's sustainable and to not burn out. Because I've seen it so much where people start and then they stop and you're like, what happened to this person? And it's because their life overwhelmed them and they burnt out. And now what good is it that their voice isn't out there anymore? It's a shame to me. You know what I mean? That they're not connected to doing what they came here to do because they burned out. I mean, it's ridiculous to me. So it doesn't have to be. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Hope it helps.
0: Okay, so um, do you have anything going on right now? Um, besides, I know you're promoting your book, but do you have anything um, coming out or um, anything coming out soon? What's going on with your business that you'd like to share?
1: At the moment, I am wrapping up the Unicorn Healing 12-week course. We're about to come to an end, which means it'll be reopening again in a couple of weeks. Okay. So if anybody, yeah, if anybody is guided to come and learn unicorn healing, which even though is a way to learn how to channel the unicorns for yourself and others, it's actually a way of ascending your consciousness and really becoming aware of what your mission is on earth and how to how to live it. You know gracefully as I said, in balance like we've just been talking about, and the unicorns honestly they're so funny and they're filled with magic and sometimes mischief and the course is just such a fun space. I only take um fifty practitioners to be every every time it's 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 run and we've become a really close group because we've got a forum where we connect and every week a different type of unicorn comes in with a message and an achievement has us dancing or doing things. And it's, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend if anybody is really feeling the call to bring in more magic and, and more balance into their life, then perhaps have a look at Unicorn Healing.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. I, I think a lot of us have forgotten how to have fun. Everything is just way too serious. And, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You know, that yeah. just drags everything down.
1: <laughs> it does. It does. We need to be yeah we would we would do well to have more pleasure days Mm -hmm. more unplugging days and uh, a day where we just we're just silly we're just in our fun because life is if we don't stop the doing and the busyness then all of a sudden we realize we've just aged yeah (laughs) so so much (laughs) and like where has life gone Where? Yeah, we have to stop. We've got to stop being so busy, be more in the the presence, the being of life and remember why we're here. We're here to remember, but also to have fun Mm -hmm. and spread the joy and spread the light. But we can only do that by being the light, by being in our joy.
0: Yes, beautiful, beautiful. It's okay to be silly sometimes. I, I tell myself, you know what, it's my job to spread some silliness and some happiness and laughter and, yes. you know, to have some balance there. Not not everything is so serious.
1: <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: um, I wanted to ask you, did any messages um, from the Angels or the Unicorns come through for us, possibly um, for this podcast, for the
1: listeners? And if
0: so, what, what is their message? A
1: big message that's coming through is, uh, and this is, this is quite a current one because, we're, you know, you only have to look at what's going on in the world to know that we're going through transition. And we're being asked more. The, so the angel of freedom is stepping forward. She's called Archaea Freedom. And she is the twin of Archangel Jeremiah. And this angel is one unified angel helps us to heal and resolve anything within our emotional state, our emotional body. So that we are not running limiting patterns, beliefs. We don't have the ha- the habits and the addictions perhaps that have been limiting us in the past. So Freedom and Jeremiah are really stepping forward to help us to be aware of where we are consciously limiting ourselves through our diet, through what we're watching, through what we're listening to through the people that we choose to bring into our life, especially intimate relationships. And remember that everybody and everything is a reflection of who we are. And they're refining that message even more by saying, be very aware of how external stimulus is influencing your internal reality. Because now is the time to live your to live your life from a place of inside out rather than outside in if that mm-hmm. makes sense definitely you know to really tune in at the start of your day and even say to yourself today i live in full integrity as my highest self as my best self i intend to harm none today but love all being the pure reflection of source god that i am and then beam that into your day so that becomes like a buffer to ensure that the way that you're being react reacting or hopefully not reacting all your all your connections in that day are coming from a place of truth and integrity and love and it really does help because often we can start the day we can look at our phones or we can just go straight into the shower we've not even met ourselves we've not even tuned in we've not even thanked the day i have this habit of if i wake up in the morning i'm like yes i'm here i'm here on purpose i am meant to be living this day thank you thank you god thank you for this day and i'm it's now a habit it's ingrained within me now to do this and it, it Raises your consciousness beyond levels we can even comprehend.
0: Yeah, I think that even sets the tone for your whole day because once you set that um, that intention that it's going to be a great day, everything falls into place. and even if if you're met with some challenges, you're able to tackle them in a way that you're open to seeing solutions as opposed to um, feeling as though the problem is going to take you down. you know so I, I love that. that's beautiful. So true. Okay, so do you have any parting words or advice that you would like to share before we sign off?
1: Just lots of love. Just lots of love and gratitude. Thank you for having me on, Bianca. It's been a real joy to connect with you.
0: Thank you for coming on. I really enjoyed this conversation. So what's the best way to connect with you in order to see what you have going on, um, learn a little bit more about you personally, and maybe working with you?
1: Yeah, so I have um, a website called Callista Ascension, all one word, calistaascension.com. And then if you search Callista Ascension on Instagram and Facebook, you'll find my pages on there. And I share a good couple of times every week, Ascension updates and meditations, General all plans. free. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for connecting. It's been really nice to have you. In the community that's a good way because i i tend to keep it a bit more real on instagram i share more of my personal life on instagram and then more spirituality on facebook but whatever is your flavor whether it's instagram or facebook please do come and say hi i love I love connecting with people who have listened to podcasts and want to go deeper or maybe have a one-to-one session or you just want to share your own views of the angels and unicorns because there's always more to learn. I'm definitely not an expert. I don't think any of us are. Mm -hmm. We're eternal students. Don't you agree? Oh,
0: definitely. And I'm glad that you take that stance. I think it's important. It it keeps you open to learning. Once you think you know it all, hmm, you better question where you are. (laughs)
1: It's so true. Curiosity is a master tool for sure. Yes,
0: yes, definitely. I'll be sure to put all of your contact information in the show notes everywhere. So again, thank you so much for coming on. I really, and really, really enjoyed this conversation. You gave me a lot to think about and some great tips that I'm going to definitely include in my own practice. And I'll be sure to run out and get your books as soon as I can.
1: Oh, beautiful, Bianca. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Launching Light. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Calista as much as I did. If you love her vibe as much as I do, give her a follow. Check out the show notes for our contact information, as well as how to get a hold of her books, Unicorn Rising and The Female Archangels. Join me on the podcast next week where you'll get more tips, tools, and practices to help you make your business as magical as you are. Now get out there and launch your light. Have a magical week.